You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Mission Matters Live, a program focused on promoting a spirit of mission among the people of God in the Archdiocese of Chicago. My name is Megan Mio. I'm coordinator of the mission office, and our engineers this morning are Mike and Brian. You are listening to WNDZ 750 AM, and we hope you'll join us every third Thursday of the month, typically from 830 to 9 AM. This month, we are blessed to have with us Father Jason Torba, pastor of St. Ferdinand Parish in the Belmont Cragen neighborhood of Chicago. And we have lay leader and missionary, Mrs. Marta Robach, a longtime parishioner of St. Ferdinand as well. And I've asked them here uh, to share with us the wonderful work that they have continued to organize and participate in with multiple parish communities beyond St. Ferdinand, Uh, to support the good work of the missionaries of the poor, even in this year of pandemic in particular. So welcome, Father Jason and Marta. Welcome, Megan. Thank you so much for having us. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. Now, we have both of our guests on by phone, (laughs) which is always tricky when two people are on. You can't see each other. We don't know when we're going to talk over each other. So, um, so I'll do my best to introduce, uh, ask each of you to respond to, to individual questions. But I just want to make note at the top of the show, we're recording the this show a little early, and it is Father Jason's birthday today. So we want to wish him a happy birthday. And even as you hear it live later, you can wish him a, a belated birthday. So welcome. Um, so the Missionaries of the Poor is a religious community of men, brothers, who seek to build a sense of community among the poor. They, are current, they currently minister in many countries around the world, but I know that the folks here, based in the Archdiocese of Chicago, the MOP team, Missionaries of the Poor, MOP, have most recently supported the work of the brothers in Kenya, Jamaica, Haiti, and Uganda. Now, uh, our parishes have supported the mission work of the brothers for some years. It's been going on for a while. But in Advent and Christmas in 2020 and Lent and Easter in 2021, where we're in the season we're in now, the members um, have engaged in a global mission. Oh, excuse me. The members of St. Ferdinand Parish, Holy Family in Inverness, and St. Constance Parish in the Jefferson Park neighborhood have engaged in this global mission with the missionaries of the poor in some new and creative ways, thanks to this MOP team. So obviously the pandemic has uh, interrupted and complicated things, um, but these parishes, these communities have continued 
to support uh, the MOP folks. So by having Father Jason and Marta on our show today, I would like to just share some of these hopeful stories of mission during pandemic with all of you. So um, we'll start with Father Jason. Um, just let's learn a little bit about the background of this story, how uh, St. Ferdinand and then these other parishes as well uh, got involved. So tell us about this ongoing commitment uh, to support the missionaries of the poor. How did it all begin and, and develop into this annual tradition? Yeah, that's the beginning is uh, over 10 years wow. ago. Ten years. That, uh, mm, 14. Uh, oh. <laughs> Marta yeah. says 14. Yeah, but over ten, it's still. Yes. yes. If you have a celebrate birthday over, <laughs> but if you are growing over ten, that you are still counting. Yes, that's true. And um, uh, two beginnings because for me the first beginning was uh, when I was ordained in Poland, and after my ordination and this three years. Sent uh, by organization to the different places in the world because I, I was sent uh, appointed by my bishop after ordination uh, work for Catholic and but beyond the Poland and uh, and they um, you know this organization uh, different places in the world how they help people and that they implant. In, in my soul, and that's the first beginning. But here at Ferdinand was another beginning when when I became pastor after one year. That was the one uh, um, the missionaries of the poor to us, and only five people. We went to Jamaica, and again the seed was uh, planted. And uh, start growing. Okay. And uh, I can uh, even I I'm living here uh, I here as well. And you know the oh, first was the small things we we do, but later on we start organizing more and more. Have a wonderful people, and that we are growing as a, not only. Uh, it's people helping, but but more organized. And uh, Marta was the wonderful is wonderful person that helped to organize. Right. Mm -hmm. And because you know that without people you cannot do anything. A pastor can have wonderful ideas, but without people, what you can do? Just you can pray, but uh, behind the prayer you uh, you cannot do a lot. And with okay. With great hearts and uh, soul and uh, faith, it's, uh, I think that's the faith that uh, brings us together and uh, hope. And well, yeah, I also think there's um, there's an element of mission that that it really engages people. It it draws people in. Um, yeah. So, like you said, there were only a few people on that first trip. They probably yeah. told others about that experience, and really, other people wanted to be involved. Um, really, uh, you know, wanted to hear more, wanted to, I want to get, I want to be part of it. You know, that the faith is uh, going uh, beyond the church building, and that's uh, always my idea to, you know, that uh, faith is not only when the people come. Right. 
it's it, the, the the liturgy and prayer is very important, but it is also practicing our faith in the world and um, and really going far beyond the church building itself. Uh, very true. Um, now, Marta, uh, I wanted to kind of ask your your piece of it. Obviously, you've um, <laughs> You're familiar with the many years as well of, of this relationship, and, and Father Jason mentioned that you were instrumental. So can you tell us a little bit how this work has grown beyond St. Ferdinand Parish, um, and, and what, what are you most proud of accomplishing over the years? Um, yeah, so, Megan, I, I mean, God works in mysterious ways, <laughs> and uh, we we are so happy that, uh, of course, St. Ferdinand is our home and our base, and um, we meet there, we, we plan there, you know, we, 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 our major projects are happening at St. Ferdinand, um, that's for sure. But other parishes are joining us, other religious programs um, are joining us or, you know, reaching out. Hey, how can we help? What else can we do to be part of it, you know, to, to support people in Haiti or, you know, students at Divine Mercy Academy or, you know, children from Orphanage Center? So. Many many local parishes are um, are are supporting, and again, our volunteers. Um, most of us uh, belong to Saint Ferdinand Parish, but there are volunteers who belong to Jesuit Polish Mission Saint Constance, and and many other parishes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why how I guess the word spreads, and people people are oh my gosh, extremely. Uh, they want to help. They want to be part of it, and they feel proud of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how did those introductions happen? How did you branch out to these other communities? Was there somebody who kind of went, was part of St. Mm-hmm. Ferdinand, and then went on uh, to these other so, communities? So, when we when the MLP started, when we went to our first mission trip, like Father Jason mentioned, there was only five of us, mm-hmm. and um, um, you know, we wanted to help more. We wanted to to reach out to as many people. And MLP is very well known from the music ministry. So um, Father Brian, you know, and Father Richard Holong, the founder, they came with uh, several times with a beautiful concert. Oh. Concerts, yeah. So um, the, the promotion, and we have been inviting people from different parishes. Um, and that's how people also found out. And besides, you know, after that, I should say, we, we have different talks, we have different presentations, mm-hmm. uh, and people are moved, you know, people are moved, and... Um, Hmm. Yeah, it just spread. It just grew. It spread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and what would you say you're most proud of accomplishing over this time? Oh, there's so many. There's so many things that have happened, you know. And but um, um, for me personally, I'm I'm so blessed to meet an amazing people. And that 14 years it has been extreme. I mean, a bl- such a blessed journey. Um, so people, um, this is the key. Yes, it's hard to pick. <laughs> but, um, you know, seven years ago when we went and Father Jason joined us, you know, on mission trips, when we went to Kenya, mm-hmm. there was nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was really a simple structure that brother li- brothers live, you know, um, very small uh, kitchen and two rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the whole mission. And the, then also they have like a very basic um, a structure for like a wooden shed. And there was a school and orphanage center. And that mission trip was very special and touched us so deeply that we've decided to to do more Mm -hmm. um, and share with our parishioners. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So we have a beautiful school, um, an amazing building. We have a um, beautiful orphanage center. Mm-hmm. Then a recent accomplishment is the clinic, um, St. John Paul II clinic that mm-hmm. um, has been blessed uh, on um, December 8th last year mm-hmm. and opened in January. Uh, and that clinic has been um, um, a wonderful uh, blessing for the Choka community in Nairobi mm-hmm. when uh, every Saturday, and I believe so Tuesday, 50 patients come. And we have a doctor and we have a nurse. Um, and uh, it's totally free of charge. So mm-hmm. local people from the slums can come and, and uh, get a medical attention. Right. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's something to be very proud of. From from everything I've heard, it sounds like St. Ferdinand and, and the communities here in Chicago were instrumental in the development of this Kenya mission uh, for the missionaries of the poor. Yeah. And so, um, and we'll hear more about it <laughs> as the show goes on, but um, but that is a humongous accomplishment, a very life-changing um, impact. Um, now, I think Father Jason is back. We were having a little trouble with your phone. Are you there? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the, you see, there are always some duties, but we, we, <laughs> we are in Easter season that we know that we are uh, Jesus conquer, and that we are working for that as well to uh, encourage people to be part. You know, as I mentioned earlier, and Marta uh, uh, told us about, you know, accomplishment, but, mm-hmm. but without it, people here uh, and their resources and that... Uh, they are very generous and very supportive. And not only at St. Ferdinand, we have more parishes. Uh, this uh, mm-hmm. Friends of Missionaries of the Poor are from different uh, parishes, and that help us, you know, to, to build this great group to to be the kind of bridge. Because there's the uh, uh, friends here, they are great bridge between mm-hmm. parishioners here in Archdiocese of Chicago and the brothers in the uh, Special Kenya, but uh, uh, this year we'll have uh, other places as well we support because of the pandemic, and we cannot send the container uh, like we did usual the full time uh, to Jamaica, and that's why we have the virtual container. They, they have it's a lot of great ideas, you know, and they yeah. and people right away, uh, you know, got it and uh, support and be part and. We were a little wor- worried about it because we had the, uh, this project in the <clears throat> fall time and uh, uh, Advent time before Christmas. And uh, Martha thought, oh, well, Father, maybe we can postpone because it's not uh, easy for the people as well here. Yeah. But, but, you know, we started Lent a project as well and going well. Well, you know what? Before before you get into too much detail about that, because we are definitely (laughs) going to talk about that, but we actually are going to take our first break, um, and we will definitely we will talk more about those very things that you just introduced, Father Jason, when we come back. So stay tuned uh, for more discussion of mission during the pandemic. Mothers 
are often the unsung heroes in a family. Right now, many mothers are also the disproportionate victims of the COVID-19 pandemic. They've experienced higher rates of infection and more job losses. They've had to navigate their children learning remotely while caring for older relatives and struggling to put food on the table. What better way to honor the mothers in our lives, those living and deceased, than with a contribution in your mother's name to Catholic Charities 2021 Mother's Day Appeal. Our mothers were the first to teach us about compassion and community. They were the first to show us what love and caring and caring and caring and caring and caring for someone for someone else is all about. Help us help local moms and moms and children who are struggling this year. Please give generously at catholiccharities.net. Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we begin adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. Caring adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312-937-3375. Welcome back to Mission Matters Live. I am Megan Mio, coordinator for the Mission Office, and we're here with Father Jason Torba, pastor of St. Ferdinand Parish in Chicago, and Marta Robach, parishioner and lay leader. And we're talking about the parishes and the Chicago Archdiocese of Chicago who have been supporting the work of the missionaries of the poor this past year and for many years prior. Um, in the first segment of our show, we were just kind of getting an understanding of how all this came to be. And it you know, started slow, but it grew, um, this commitment. Um, and it's become annual. It's become um, an expectation uh, by these communities to support this global mission work of the missionaries of the poor. But now we got to talk about 2020. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Marta, in March 2020, when the whole world slowed down due to this pandemic, what were your your first thoughts, the, the MOP team, the, the core team that's been coordinating all this, 
what were you thinking about this global mission commitment with missionaries of the poor? How could you move forward? And what did you all do or what did you all think? I mean, I personally was terrified. You know, there was this uh, terrified and in a way angry. I don't know. I can't even describe that feeling, you know, like uh, being on the go constantly and being so involved and traveling to mission, you know, twice, sometimes even three times within the year. Mm-hmm. You just have to stop. And I'm mm-hmm. like, God, wh- why? <laughs> what is happening? Why Why are you doing this to me? You know, I knew I wouldn't be able to travel. I mean, in the beginning, nobody knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it was just, um, of course, right away, you know, you see the faces of the brothers, you see the faces of the kids, you know, children, and and it's just, how are we going to do it? Especially my biggest concern was about the uh, container, that we have um, several parishes um, from Archdiocese of Chicago are participating in in that project every single year. And, And because of that, we are able to ship two or sometimes three containers to the missions um, in Jamaica and uh, Haiti, and I knew right away this is not going to be possible this year. Uh, and, and you know, being in the group, we have a wonderful group and like a group message. You know uh, uh, that we've been um, talking with each other, sending messages with, to each other daily. You know, and, and praying for each other, praying together. That, I guess, also helped me a lot, mm-hmm. you know, to survive that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started to plan. And, and Father Jason is always like a key person. Uh, and he says yes, you know, and he's ready and always open to, to our ideas. And he supports them. So that, that helps tremendously oh, when you have a leader open, like open, that. Open for hope, but one, with one condition. Oh. If somebody <laughs> wants to do something, you have to be responsible. We will support, but... We need the person who will be responsible. Right. right, right. Well, that's very smart. You're like, let me just add this little. No, but I was just going to say, well, that sounds like a bunch of missionaries, you know, that you're faced with a problem, you're faced with a challenge. Yeah. And, and especially as it's a human humanitarian challenge. So you know that this pandemic only means that this mission work is all the more important. Um, for these communities that are disconnected and, and, and impoverished and, and, and struggling with health, among other things, um, health care, that, um, that you, didn't, you didn't say, well, guess we can't do it, you know, <laughs> just you know, brush off your hands and, and walk away. You said, okay, let's figure this out. You know, I, mean, I know I'm sure that your team needed a minute. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we you did. needed we to pray. <laughs> you needed to stop and talk and just support one another initially yeah. um, because it's, yeah, everybody's, everybody's affected by this. It's it's it really it really helped me personally after you know the the few days and minutes of shock, um, you know have have some other members who are, um, you know it's, okay it's gonna be fine it's gonna happen we gonna um, you know first of all we have to trust it's not about us you know we have to trust God that the, he he and he will take care of that mm-hmm. he will guide us in the right direction, yeah. um, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Right. And we'll talk more about exactly what happened um, in a little bit. But before we get to that, um, Father Jason, I'd just like to know what I'm sure that you and the team were in touch with the missionaries of the Poor Brothers um, in all these places in Haiti, Jamaica, Uganda, Kenya. Um, What what were they saying about what was how the pandemic was affecting their work? How were they reacting to the pandemic? Or uh, first they? of all, they yeah they they said that uh, people uh, are coming for help. Yeah. <laughs> that we know that we have to do something to help them yeah. because uh, 
organized here. And uh, as Marta mentioned, let me start with prayer. That YouTube and the new technology mm-hmm. help you to to be some way connected, and that that was a wonderful way to to be together, uh, even virtually. Mm-hmm. And that help uh, keep the spirit. Uh, and then we start, uh, you know. Uh, Spreading uh, that we want to continue help because the, the people uh, need our help and yeah. and encourage our, uh, our people that uh, you know in this difficult time not only think about yourself that go beyond that that mm-hmm. will help I think a lot of people share uh, this year you know after the months and o- over year that was one of the way to help them you know. Uh, to accept what we we experiencing uh, here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because sometimes we uh, we experience something difficult, or uh, that we rather way think about uh, just about ourselves and uh, want to protect ourselves. But go be yeah. think about others, and that's yeah. that's the uh, one of the way to help the people keep them healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Not only a healthy body, but healthy spirit. That's very important mm-hmm. and support. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also, brothers, uh, thank uh, thanks us. You know, that's what we heard from them. Uh, that in this difficult time, they uh, want to tell people here that uh, that support is tremendous and helpful mm-hmm. and uh, very important. And uh, you know, for for them, uh, when the world with uh, kind of uh, w- some way disconnected, and we are the clothes, and that. Mm-hmm. But we go, we mm-hmm. uh, we support in other way than before, but we did. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it. I think it's very key, just from my own experience of, of talking with other missionaries uh, over the years now, um, is that that this relationship was really important. It was one thing to say, well, you know, they need buildings or they need medical supplies or they need, you know, school supplies. Yes, of course they do. And that that was something that was on the list. But the first thing that your parish and the other communities that have supported the missionaries of the poor was try to connect and say, we're praying. Let's pray together. Let's talk about what you're experiencing, what we're experiencing. That relationship was really primary. And you just said, you know, that the spirit, that yes, our bodily health is important, but our spiritual health, our emotional health is really important. This pandemic has definitely affected um, people's sense of hope and and uh, and connection with other human beings because it's so hard to connect. Um, that, that And I think global mission is a big piece of that, is helping people to see beyond my, my personal immediate needs and to think something broader, absolutely. Um, Marta, if you could follow, mm-hmm. uh, offer some more thoughts, too, about what were the brothers saying about what was happening. Uh, I mean, definitely, sense. you know, Megan, situation have changed dramatically. Let's say, you know, Jamaica Mission, um, they have, uh, oh, my goodness, numbers of volunteers coming, you know, and serving with them and helping brothers, you know, and um, on a daily basis. And, and suddenly everything has stopped. Until now, Jamaica Mission doesn't uh, accept volunteers. And the situation with COVID is really getting um, tough in, in, in Jamaica at this moment. So we don't even know when they're going to open um, the, you know, their houses to welcome visitors again. Mm-hmm. The same with Haiti mission. In Jamaica, there was a major outbreak or coronavirus of coronavirus at, at the centers. Over 70 residents and few brothers got COVID. Luckily, mm-hmm. 
Um, nobody died. Everybody is well um, and good at this time. Um, in Kenya, you know, the schools have been closed. Everything has been shut down. And all the, the outreach that the brothers, uh, you know, they have orphanage center with uh, with 70 boys on their, and then, you know, school. But the school has been closed. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and it was hard. It was hard for the local, you know, local people who live there. It was hard um, for the brothers as well. Um, you know, how are we going to survive? Yeah. How are we going to move on with this? You, you, they couldn't have local visitors and local people because that's what I really admire. And, and I'm so happy that in particular in Kenya Mission, mm-hmm. uh, many local people now are coming mm-hmm. um, and helping uh, the brothers and especially the orphanage center. So nobody could come. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But staying connected with them, like Father Jason said, you know, praying, you know, and connecting via via the you know um, our phones or, or videos and, and technology is a blessing now, so that that helped a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a I lot. Think yeah that's what's important, you know. Don't leave them, uh, you know, alone or because you know if, if people come for help and you don't have a, uh, resources, that that will be horrible. And yeah, we that's. We started it, and that's uh, right away. Yeah. That's All right. Yeah, so I'd like us to continue talking about this, but it's time for our next break. So <laughs> we'll continue in a moment, but we'll be right back to discuss a global mission during a pandemic. Stay tuned. is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. Catholic Charities Schreiber Center for Human Services is now open in Round Lake. Due to the pandemic, we are limited in the number of in-person programs that we currently can provide. However, a food pantry is open twice a week and a Wednesday night supper is held with to-go meals every week. A wide range of senior services are now offered as well. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call us at 847-546-5733. That's 847 847- Five four six five seven three three. Before, during, and after COVID nineteen, Catholic Charities is here for you. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ seven fifty AM every Monday through Friday from eight AM to nine AM. The Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago.
welcome back to Mission Matters Live. I am Megan Mio, coordinator for the Mission Office, and you're listening to WDZ NDZ 750 AM. I have with me Father Jason Torbaugh and Marta Robach of St. Ferdinand Parish in Chicago. And we've been talking about how this pandemic that we're still living with uh, has impacted the mission work of the missionaries of the Poor Brothers, who our local communities have been supporting for years. And we've been talking about the mission work of the brothers in particular in Haiti and Jamaica, in Kenya and Uganda, um, which um, are just a few of the places where those brothers are working. But um, but just to, to focus our conversation, and I think... Um, our local communities have have been important to those particular missions. Um, so, and just before the break, uh, Marta was telling us about, and Father Jason were telling us about what they were hearing from the brothers uh, after March last year, when everything started to shut down. And then one of the biggest worries was that the the brothers, the missionaries of the poor, could not host volunteers, could not welcome people to join. You know, were really working with what they had. Um, and on top of it, um, schools were shut down and uh, other kinds of institutions were really affected by this pandemic and the way that, that uh, people were trying to stay safe uh, and limit travel and things like that. So, um, so I mean, it, it made me think of, and I, we ran out of time because we needed the break, <laughs> but I wanted to say when we came back that... Um, Father Jason says something at the, the top of the show about people being so important, people organizing, people taking responsibility and, and making things happen um, at the parish and in, in global mission. And I think that that's, that's probably one of the scariest things um, is that, you know, with this pandemic, with everything kind of shut down, people couldn't go and help people, you know, hands on in the way that, that we had been able to. Um, and that um, that really limited, you know, the involvement, the engagement, the um, the sharing, face to face, so to speak. Um, so, uh, continuing our conversation, then Marta, once you mm-hmm. heard that the brothers were beginning to adapt their work with children, and I think you mentioned uh, on the con- phone conversation we had about a feeding program. You know, the brothers realized that kids weren't coming to the school; they still needed to eat, so they came up with a different way to reach these families that needed it. Um, you, so you heard the brothers were adapting their work. How did your core team then also adjust your support work, knowing that you couldn't go, you couldn't yes. send, send the pallet that you had done before of materials? Um, so the um, the program, like I mentioned, the containers that we shipped to Jamaica and to to um, to Haiti, and I'm sure Father Jason will probably say more about that project. But going back to Kenya, when we have feeding program and the kids come to school every every day, mm-hmm. um, and you know not seeing them and their families, we knew that they are struggling. You know, those are the um, the students who come to us. They live in the slums. Um, very often, if they don't come to school, they eat once a day, um, yeah. twice a day maybe, you know, if, if the parents can afford that. And right away, uh, we, we talk with the brothers, and so we have to do something. So we came up with food packaging. We mm-hmm. couldn't have them, um, you know, there to come every day. It was just too dangerous. But we decided mm-hmm. to have prepare food packages, I mean, the brothers. Uh-huh. And our teachers who work at Divine Mercy Academy, mm-hmm. and there was enough food uh, for the kids, you know, and their families, because we 
we said, okay, we, we're not going to only help kids. We have to help their families as, as well. Mm-hmm. So we put, they put together packages, you know, with oil, with potion, with flour, with rice with some basic things that that parents could could cook for them mm-hmm. and then they would they would come in like chunks you know the uh, like let's say two classes at the time and then the food was distributed at the gate right. with keeping all the you know social distancing and mm-hmm. masks and um mm-hmm. and and it worked they were so grateful they were so grateful for that yeah. um so that was one of the ways of reaching out to our um families and students who live in in the slums of Choka Wow. And so then your team here said, let's let's tell people these they need to know what's yeah. happening. Right. Because you were able to communicate and, and you mm-hmm. know, uh, many, understand yeah, many what was people. Yeah. Came forward. Really. We were I personally was just um, overwhelmed with generosity of people. Yeah. Um, when it comes to, you know, our school and Divine Mercy Academy, how you know, many people, they say, okay, we want to help. We want to support financially. At this point, we just could do that. We could send funds there and the brothers could, you know, buy the necessary um, food items. Um, yeah, but people knew this, is, this was this creative solution that the brothers and the MOB team discussed yeah. and thought about, we're going to support this. And, and really, they understood uh, what a difference it would make um, and I, I also know just I'll just share information I know <laughs> as if I'm the expert here, but that that you all, as Father Jason actually did mention earlier in the show, came up with this idea of a virtual um, a container, virtual mm-hmm. pallet that that it, funds would be raised and that they would go mm-hmm. toward purchasing things locally uh, in the mission sites. And um, and like so many things uh, these days, you also created a video. Uh, which would help uh, remind people of the the needs and the communities there, um, and and with images and a little bit of information. In fact, you shared one of those videos with us. So I'd like us to take uh, a listen to a short video that was produced by the MOP team to communicate the change of plan <laughs> for Advent yeah. and Christmas in 2020. And so we're we're going to just listen to a bit of the MOP support team virtual container from 2020. Every fall, the volunteers supporting the works of the missionaries of the poor collect and ship containers of food, hygiene products, and medicine to missions in Jamaica and Haiti. These containers have helped to feed and care for God's precious children and gave encouragement to the missionary brothers who have dedicated their lives to serving the poor. This project has only been possible because of the generous and loving hearts of people like you. Due to the pandemic, the volunteers are unable to send a container with much needed food and first aid items. However, they realize that help is more needed now than ever. The COVID-19 pandemic has reached the missionaries and their residents. Every day, an increasing number of people who have lost their jobs come to the missions and ask for food packages. The poor lack not only food, but also basic hygiene products and medication. Moved by the tremendous challenges facing the people living in poverty, the volunteers decided to collect funds which will allow the missionaries to purchase what is most needed locally. Today, the volunteers are asking us to join in their efforts and contribute generously to this cause. As we prepare for the coming of the Savior this Advent season, let's support those who are in greatest need and make it one of our gifts for the newborn King. Thank you, and may God bless you for your generosity. 
Okay, so we got a, a chance. This is just one example. This video of um, ways that this MOP team, this local team uh, of coordinators and leaders said, we got to do something and it's going to be different than what we have done, but it will definitely make a difference. Um, so this was from Advent and Christmas, as I mentioned, and this was specifically for um, the missions in Haiti and Jamaica. So now, Father Jason, you hinted at it earlier in the show, but um, how did your parish community and the communities, um, you know, we mentioned Holy Family, St. Constance, and others, um, respond to these this new needs and the new ways that the MOP team approached them for this kind of support? They responded very well and mm -hmm. with very generous uh, heart. And yeah. Yeah. that's... That was wonderful. Yeah. You know, um, the creativeness of the MOP friends was very good to, to reach the people because, uh, you mentioned, it, we have the people back in the church, but not all the people. That's only percentage of the people. And that if you have and you can publish, you can send, and you can share this uh, the, the, the uh, uh short movie about it and about accomplishments and about needs mm -hmm. and that was and people respond and mm -hmm. we uh we we were very surprised the people again surprised us mm -hmm. in a very positive way yeah. um and we, we 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 are able to hope you know not only in jamaica but uh, other places in yeah. even uh, uh in the uh Haiti, yeah, yeah, Haiti, uh, especially yeah. because it, they 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 need uh, our help as well. Because before they, when we send the container uh, to Jamaica, Jamaica share with them, and that that was the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this year we we help them other an, another way, but but very, I, I can say successful but faithful <laughs> way as well. Yeah. Uh, because of the because of the people. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that I have spoken with others um, who were doing mission work around the country, uh -huh. and they have said how sometimes they're a little surprised even <laughs> how generous people have been in the midst of this pandemic. I mean, not, not in a bad way, but I mean, hoping, well, you know, and even here, we in the mission office, we, we you know, we held some of our mission appeals at the diocesan level last year, thinking, well, you know, if people can give, they will, and we'll see what happens. You know, we, we're not going to expect much because this is hard. This is a difficult economic time. So many people have lost jobs or, you know, or hours are cut or whatever the case. Um, but people have still given. And I, it really speaks to what you said earlier, Father Jason, that people see this time, uh, they see their own struggles, but they see the, the bigger picture, too. This is a global pandemic, you know, people around the world and some places where the people are already very vulnerable um, are, are terribly affected as well. I, you mentioned um, earlier about, um, at least in Africa, I guess I might be able to say the same in mm. the Caribbean, but um, where a lot of people who are on that, you know, below or on that poverty line, they, they just make enough in a day to survive that day, you know, in terms of any work that they might do. Um, you know, just little things, you know, in the market or uh, selling things on the street or whatever the case. And all of that had to stop. Um, yeah. And so the need is 
you know, is much higher in, in those places than than would be here. And so people, you were able through these videos, I think, and, and the appeals and this ongoing relationship. I think I'm just going to come back to that one more yeah. time and say <laughs> that people got to know who they were helping. And they they not only did they trust that 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 this is a real and true need that they could help with, but then that um, that they felt like even in the midst of their own uh, uh, issues that they wanted to give. And, you know, I'm getting the signal for our last break. So if you have a, a response, hold it. We're going to okay. come back in just a moment. Um, so we'll be right back to continue our discussion. Please stay tuned. adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312 312- Nine three seven three three seven five. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Supich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determined the new vaccines are safe and effective and the Holy See, as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our moral responsibility for the common good. We have lived with the pandemic for many months, and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated. And remember to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands, and watching your distance. Thank you, and God bless you all. Mothers are often the unsung heroes in a family. Right now, many mothers are also the disproportionate victims of the COVID-19 pandemic. They've experienced higher rates of infection and more job losses. They've had to navigate their children learning remotely while caring for older relatives and struggling to put food on the table. What better way to honor the mothers in our lives, those living and deceased, than with a contribution in your mother's name to Catholic Charities 2021 Mother's Day Appeal? Our mothers were the first to teach us about compassion and community. They were the first to show us what love and caring for someone else is all about. 
Help us help local moms and children who are struggling this year. Please give generously at catholiccharities.net. Mission Matters Live. I am Megan Mio, and I have with me Marta Robach, lay leader of Missionaries of the Poor Volunteers, and Father Jason Torba, pastor of St. Ferdinand Parish in Chicago. And they've been working with volunteers and donors to support the work of the Missionaries of the Poor Brothers for many years, and have continued this work during this past year uh, and current time of the pandemic. And just before the break, we were talking about um, some of the new and creative ways that the MOP team, the local leaders um, here in the Archdiocese of Chicago, who have been coordinating this support for the missionaries of the poor, and some some you know different methods and and different needs um, that that came up because of this pandemic. Um, and like true missionaries, <laughs> they figured it out. They figured out a way. <laughs> to keep this work going. Um, and so, and I was talking at the end, what was I saying at the very end <laughs> before the break, um, that, that that relationship is key, that this has been an ongoing relationship uh, with missionaries of the poor, trusting them as, as mission leaders, and then also the, all those communities um, in the Caribbean and in Africa. Yes. Um, and if I could just add, please. Megan, you know, uh, the key, and, and I guess, the reason, one of the reasons why people respond so well is just we give updates constantly. You know, we communicate with our donors, we communicate with our parishioners. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, it's so great to hear when you, you know, you, we go for mass or, you know, we see some people say, how, how are our children doing? You know, how are the brothers? Are they okay? Do they need anything? Mm-hmm. You know, wh- wh- what is happening at the mission? This is just like, like the best reward, you know, mm-hmm. from me that that the whole community of Saint Ferdinand feels like like this is this is our project, and we are so proud of it, and we mm-hmm. want to stay connected, and and we want to keep continue doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just that giving them that update, those updates, you know, and and uh, and encouraging them, it's the the success. And and um, you know you said we had to be creative you know and I'm so proud of of children from Saint Ferdinand Polish School for I mean the Advent project they were just amazing mm-hmm. um, the same you know kids from religious program from Saint Constance as well um, kids from Holy Family religious ed program you know they continued their um, their uh, Christmas outreach and making those Christmas packages with crayons with glues with socks with hats and. We, we um, Holy Family, we, we meet virtually, so we had two big bins, you know, we left them in front of the church, and parents had, you know, a few days, and kids, and, you know, they dropped them there, mm-hmm. uh, wrote beautiful letters. Um, mm-hmm. So we had to change the way how we think and how we used to do, yeah. but right. but it was it's very successful. It was very, very successful of engaging others and inviting others to still continue. And people wanted to do it. Kids wanted to do it. So yeah. Yeah. blessing. Yeah, a true blessing. Well, yeah. you know, 
the other thing is that we heard a little snippet of this video in our last segment from Advent Christmas, and there was another video produced for Lent, which we thought would be really helpful for us to listen to. It, it's focusing on the um, Divine Mercy Academy in Kenya and, and the community's needs there. So let's listen to uh, an audio clip of the missionary of the poor priest, Father Paul, from Divine Mercy Academy in Kenya, followed by a description of some of the other work that's been done in that particular mission. So please. Dear Father Jason, Father Lukash, Brother James, sisters, dear parishioners, and friends, on behalf of the children at Divine Mercy School, their families, and the brothers, we want to extend our sincere gratitude for your generosity and kindness. We have 120 children at the school, and we provide free consultation and medications for about 50 patients every week. All these are made possible because of your kindness and generosity. During this season of Lent, I will not be with you due to COVID-19, but I am with you in my prayers. Thank you so much for everything and God bless you. In the year 2008, thanks to the generosity of people of goodwill from Chicago, the missionaries of the poor opened a school in the slums of Ruichoka in Kenya. The original idea was to open a soup kitchen for the most needy children from the community, who in most cases did not receive regularly even one meal per day. Then, from the belief that only education can give the poor children a chance to overcome poverty one day, the idea of a school was born. In the year 2017, the new school building was constructed. In the following years, the missionaries completed the building of a new kitchen, new restrooms, and a multi-purpose hall. Today there are 120 students ages 4 to 7 attending Mercy Academy. Here in the beautifully equipped classroom, the students learn how to read, write, add, and subtract. Here in their home language, they learn about the culture and the history of their country. They also learn the English language. In their religion class, the children learn about God and the Catholic Church. Every day there is time for playing, singing, and resting. At the school, the children receive free school supplies, two pairs of uniforms, and a pair of shoes. The meals are prepared in a modern and well-equipped kitchen and eaten in a comfortable and spacious lunchroom. The warm meals that the children receive every day are breakfast and lunch. Before the dismissal, the students also receive a cookie and milk. Between classes, children play in a new colorful playground. Last year, the COVID-19 pandemic reached Africa. Starting in March of 2020, the school was shut down for nine months to avoid the spread of the virus. The very difficult situation of the people living in this developing country became tragic. To help the most struggling members of the Choka community, the missionaries started giving food packages two times per week. Bringing a lot of joy to the students and their families, the school reopened in January of this year. The newest accomplishment of the missionaries is building John Paul II Clinic, 
a small medical clinic in the middle of the Choka community. Today there is a medical doctor and a nurse working at the clinic. The clinic serves the poorest members of the local community who are unable to access health care elsewhere. Every day about 50 patients receive medical care at the clinic free of charge. The missionaries hope that in the near future the clinic will offer dental care and vaccination. All of these wonderful works are possible because of God's grace and the help of people of goodwill from Chicago parishes, especially the parishioners at St. Ferdinand's Church. God bless you. So, uh, we've heard, you know, this sort of summary of um, the most recent work there at the, the Kenya mission. Um, so, I, I asked Father Jason, as we're coming down to the end, um, just a few minutes left, um, when you hear about all this is, that's been accomplished in Kenya, in particular, since we just heard this video, what do you think about the, the impact of the work of the brothers, both for those families in Kenya and for your own parish community? That we have to trust God, yeah. even if the difficulties or struggles are on the way of our life, that we, we've got help and we've got, got grace is possible to to continue great work, even develop, because the new ideas came out, and uh, and we grow. We grow, especially in our faith and in uh, our holiness, and fulfill the commandment, love God and love neighbor, and also put our faith in action. That's, uh, I think that everything what uh, we experienced last month uh, that help us to grow in holiness. Yeah, I mean, I, just thinking um, about all that we've talked about so far on this show, um, I was thinking about growth and um, and looking toward the future and that our faith is absolutely key in that, that the, the challenges that we face, if we respond in faith, you know, that then we can, we, we don't even know what we're capable of with, with God's help. Uh, Martha, any final mm -hmm. thoughts about all this? Oh, um uh, I, I just wanted to say um, that we, we can't be afraid, and we have to trust. And um, we have to have this trust, and this will, this will um, you know, take us through uh, most difficult, you know, challenges. Mm -hmm. And um, with, with me in particular, after the Advent Project, you know, and it was such a successful project, and I was like, we, we can do a Lenten Project again, you know, so we can do it. Mm. And, uh, you know, Father Jason was like, I said, Father, we can. And he says, you know, with his calm voice, you know, like always, he says, no, we will do it. We have to do it. We have to give our families chance, you know, to help the families in Kenya and the brothers. And it, it was amazing. It was like another success and a blessing. And, and we are the church. Absolutely. We are the church. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, Father Jason and Marta. It's a joy to hear the, the joy of the risen Christ in your hearts and, and sharing these wonderful stories. If our listeners want to learn more about Missionaries of the Poor, look them up, missionariesofthepoor.org, or contact the MOP Core team through St. Ferdinand Parish. Wish you a blessed Easter season, and may the joy of the risen Christ fill your hearts too. Thank you for listening, and remember, always be on mission.